Tommy Tuck. They'll give you his belly looks like a cheerleader. You know, if, if your eyes go bad, you can have LASIK surgery and they can give you 20-20 vision at any age. If your hearing starts to fail, they can put a device in your ear that'll make you able to hear as good as you could the day you were born. But let me tell you something, folks. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> a class you can go to. Stupid is forever. Good evening. This is Tom live from the rabbit hole. How's everybody doing today? That was an excerpt from Ron White on You Can't Fix Stupid. And today we are going to get into that part of the equation. So... Let us just go ahead and start this right off on you can't fix stupid. Usually I have a plan when I start off and I have arguments planned, but I seen a video that set the tone for today, and this came from ABC News. The federal government is investing in machines that will suck giant amounts of carbon dioxide out of the air in hopes of reducing damage from climate change. But wait, there's more. You know, the money part of it. So now we'll be basing $3.5 billion on that. So let's start breaking liberal emotional thought down. The first topic. The baby formula bill. Has anybody read this thing yet? Uh, the name of the bill is HR 7790, I believe, uh, from all the information I could get. <clears throat> but <laughs> it mentions nothing. It literally mentions nothing. Uh, the liberals are out in force claiming and making accusations saying that the GOP doesn't care about the babies or the formula. Both are lies from the left. Like anything, they say that for the most part, uh, blowing everything out of proportion, and from the far left, the lies continue. The GOP had issues with its content and the actual context. So let me read it to you. H.R. 7790. And you can tell me for yourself on what you think. It says here... Uh, making emergency supplemental appropriations to address the shortage of infant formula in the United States in the fiscal year ending September 30th, 2022, and for other purposes. In the House of Representatives, Ms. DeLaro introduced the following bill, which is referred to committee on blah, 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 what such and such date, making emergency supplemental appropriations to address, remember, address here is going to be the key word, the shortage of infant formula in the United States for the fiscal year ending in September 30th, 2022, and for other purposes. Be it enacted by the state representative of the House of the United States of America and Congress embedded, assembled, sorry about that, the following sums up the appropriations out of any money of the Treasury not otherwise appropriated for the fiscal year ending in September 30th, 2022, for other purposes, 
namely page two related agencies and food and drug administration department of health and human services food and drug administration salaries and expenses what i thought this was for the baby formula you know infant thing okay well i guess we keep on reading for the additional amount for salaries and expenses, $28 million to remain available until September 30th, 2023. Can you see where this is going? And shall address the current shortage of FDA regulation, infant formula, and certain medical foods in the United States to prevent future short shortages, including such steps as to be necessary to prevent fraudulent products from entering the United States market. Provided the Commissioner of Foods and Drugs shall report to the committees and appropriations on the House of Representatives and the House on House and the Senate on a weekly basis to on obligations of funding this heading in this act to address the shortage of infant formula and certain medical foods in the United States, provided further that such amount is designated by Congress as being the emergency requirement pursuant section four thousand parentheses A, parentheses 1, and sections 4001, parentheses B, of section of S, con, res, 14, must have been another resolution, uh, on the concurrent resolution of the budget for the fiscal year of 2022. Page 3. Each amount of appropriations be made available at this act and additions on the amounts otherwise appropriated for the fiscal year involved. Section 2. Unless otherwise provided by this act, the additional amounts appropriation appropriated for this act to appropriations account shall be available under the authorities and conditions applicable to such appropriation accounts for the fiscal year of 2022. This act might be cited, may be cited as the Infant Formula Supplement Appropriations Act of 2022. It's all about helping. Just not helping babies. Maybe helping the expansion of our of a bigger government and a much bigger debt that we don't need. It says nothing about how they plan to help. And secondly, we know that the government on how fast they are to address a problem and that they really do not solve any problems. They just talk. Talk. It's all talk. Wow. Yes. Now, mind you, the liberals are trying to pass a law on the event that they created. So let's go over a few details of their latest arguments. And we started and we start off with the Roe versus Wade. In short words, pro-life. Your comment. Your common response that you will hear from them, the liberals, is it's their body, their choice. While some of the more liberal states, the last scene that they were trying to do was pass laws to kill babies inside the womb. And as far as I believe it was eight weeks outside the womb. And I thought somebody said there was something like 28 weeks. I don't know. I'd have to do some more looking on that. But they were, you know, you know how the liberals are. This isn't, what I'm saying is not far-fetched. This is what they are trying to do. Trying to kill the babies before and after birth. So for them to pass this bill, number one, is hypocritical. 
even for the centrist liberal. So let's go into detail on what happened. On February 14th, in response to several reports between September 21st, 2021 and February of 2022, at the Sturgis Abbott Nutrition Facility, where they manufacture the baby food or the baby formula, they voluntarily shut down because of children falling ill or dying from consuming the formula products at the site. Five of the seven babies fell very, very ill, and two of them died possibly from the formula. Possibly. They don't really know. There's been a lot of controversial fightings between the FDA and what was actually found. Uh, the FDA keeps the facility closed as of this writing, but the FDA and the CDC did nothing on the COVID vaccines as of July 2021. Vayers reports had conservatively reported 12,000 plus deaths from the vaccine and left them continue on. <coughs> this, <coughs> my friends, is hypocrisy at its finest. Leave it to the Democrats to write up a bill to fix a problem that they helped create. As they believe the government is the solution. So we jump into the next one. H.R. 7688. And this one is to protect consumers from price gouging of customer fuels and for other purposes. So let's go into details and other things. On how this all led up to this point. <clears throat> on the month of January 2021, Biden went on an all-out war against the energy sector, signing off on a series of executive orders that halted, halted the Keystone Pipeline, stopped oil and natural gas drilling on government lands, and the world has just pulled out of a post-COVID. Production is on, is on. Everything started to ramp up. Fuel is going to be needed to bring the U.S. and the world back to pre-COVID levels. But November 3rd said otherwise. And as soon as January 2021 came, and a wee bit before that, in the time, you know, between November and January, the prices started to climb. They knew, the, get, the energy sector knew something was coming. <clears throat> so, with the gas and diesel prices climbing, and they're still climbing today, Biden was warned that his politics, his policies, and his regulations would do this. We watched as Texas suffered. With Texas having the rolling blackouts, we watched as all this unfolded. We also watched as Biden stood idly by and did nothing to assist them. So they go and attack them, and then they, the government, tied one hand of the energy sector be, sector's hands behind their back, threw them in the water, and said swim. Hearing the left complain about the problem is nauseating. Because instead of them getting rid of bad policies and regulations and letting the market be free, they restricted it instead. Again, the left falls on their go-to cl clutch. Crutch. Crutch. Sorry. <laughs> we can't solve this and get another, uh, we need to get another letter agency involved to make, uh, and then make a commission to address this issue because that's what they do because nobody should make this much money, right? 
So why is Big Pharma spared from this wrath and the oil companies are not? Both have received bailouts. Both had record profits. But only one has been singled out for extinction. The Biden cartel is going after the oil companies because their money is elsewhere. The liberals have their money in else other things such as big pharmaceuticals, big tech, and such like that. That's what they're betting things on. They would rather sponsor and fund control over freedom. Just think about it. They are reinstating fear to make a new vaccine to to take this new vaccine for the next pandemic. Besides, no one in their right mind would ingest crude oil or any of its inedible byproducts. While on the other hand, if you totaled in a known number of vaccine deaths, the number would be frightfully staggering. One of these two gives you the choice. The other one is being mandated and set into laws and forces you to do things to do something to place something inside your body that could kill you. Here's what I mean. Oil drives the world with it. And with it, you go. it goes places. You go places. The oil is also used to make thousands of useful items. Big Pharma is losing business. People are finding out and deciding that they don't need or want these vaccines. Particularly the ones that have a high permanent health issues and or high death rates. Besides, I don't recall any oil companies ever telling a country that we'll supply you the oil, but you'll have to co-sign over your military basis so that way if you don't pay your money that you owe us, we'll confiscate your military bases and hold them as collateral. Bottom line for this is simple. Democrats are claiming to have both bills that will solve the problem solve or attempt to solve a problem they created what can possibly go wrong we've already seen some of the fiascos on why everything went wrong but it's pretty bad when in order to stay employed that they place a bill in place to remedy the problem with another problem While the Democrats are in denial about inflation, blaming it on Russia, they're also in denial about COVID, baby formula shortage, as well as the gas prices. They're all related. They're all directly intertwined. One fed into the other, and then the problem compounds with each other against themselves. So in order to get the United States back on track and the economy back up and going, you have to spend money. You need to have oil. Oil drives vehicles. Oil transports things. It makes things. And the oil companies, they're all complaining because they said they had record-breaking profits. And they want to go after the oil companies. Well, let's just take a look. This is just in 2020 during the the height you know part of the height of the the covid pandemic johnson and johnson 82.6 billion roach 
58.3 billion. Novartis, 49.9. Merrick, 48. V 45.8. Bristol Myers Squibb, 45.2 billion. Sanofi, 42.3 billion. Pfizer, 41.9 billion. GlaxoSmithKline, 34 billion. AstraZeneca, 26.6 billion. Then we're the top 10 companies. Top 10 companies. And while they made money during the pandemic and then afterwards, I believe it was Exxon had like 23 million that they ended up bringing in, but that was also 23 billion that they had lost in the previous year. They didn't really make any money. But <clears throat> let's also let if you take a look at uh, the fossil fuels as a prof on their profits uh, based on this chart they had a lot more profits during the Obama years than they really had during Trump years. Prices were down, oils were down, and everybody was sitting there moving around. And then you hit like uh, somewhere between, you know, September and March of 20, between September 19th to March of 2020 and they're all in the fucking they're all in the red somewhere in the neighborhood of a little over 20 billion dollars lost that was with the oil companies big pharma didn't have that problem now I ain't saying that there there may be some price gouging not no price gouging going around there probably was but if you're going to call a spade a spade you just as well Start at the top, right? Start at the top. That's what I say. Start, you know, start with them. So let's continue on here. Uh, <clears throat> I left off where one where one problem fed the other. The COVID started. It restricted things. Production went down because pe movement went down. Money wasn't being shuffled around. And everything just became more and more congested. Remember, this was the pandemic, remember? Most, we, most of us can agree that it was all fake. If you want economy, an economy to recover, then you have then you had best let it go and be free. If you don't, you best know the consequences of your actions. Something the left will not admit to. The economy runs on oil, as does the world. Big Pharma needs oil more than we need them. It is one of them sad hidden truths whether people like to know it or not. Virtually everything you have, in some form or fashion, is relied on oil. Whether it was in tr made from it or whether it was transported from it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, you know, if you're going to create a commission on price gouging, start with Congress first. Start with Congress first. 
and then Big Pharma second. Stop blaming the energy sector for something you created. You created this mess, and now you think you can pencil fuck your way out of it by creating a commission and say that you did something. You didn't do anything. Actions speak louder than words. Another thing the Democrats are crying about is that oil companies are sitting on land leases and not drilling. So let's talk about the process and how long it takes uh, to go from going for a federal permit to actually doing the drilling. I apologize on this one. The article is dated uh, back in uh, 2017, but it was from uh, the Farmington News, Farmington Daily Times. And it's uh, the BM outlines for drilling permit and process on federal lands. So the BLM permitting uh, permitting timeline. Uh, number one, the lease is obtained by the operator. Development must start within the term of the lease, typically 10 years, or the lease will expire. <coughs> operator files a notice of staking. BLM must schedule an on-site inspection of the NOS within 10 days and post the NOS for 30-day review. There is no time requirement for the actual inspection. Within two weeks after the on-site inspection, the NEPA interdisciplinary team will have a meeting meetings take place. Operator files an APD. I don't know what an APD is. So uh, BLM has 10 days to review the APD and determine if it's complete. BLM is Bureau of Land Management. It can be looked as the other way, too. If deficiencies in the APD are found, the operator has 45 days to address them. If the APD is complete and NEPA requirements are met, BLM has three days to approve, deny, or defer the permit. After contractors submit the NEPA documentation, which averages 30 days to compile, BLM and specialists review it within 10 days. If NEPA requires... Requirements are not met. The APD is placed in a deferment status until they are met. There is no time requirement for the deferment status. Once NEPA documentation has been reviewed by specialists and requirements are met, it is reviewed by BLM planning and environmental coordinator, usually within 10 days. The NEPA documentation then goes to BLM management for review. If management determines public comment, comment period is needed, the comment period may last up to 30 days. Management may revisit NEPA documentation in order to address substantive comments. There is no time limit for this process. If, if significant impact is found, the government impact study is initiated. Once all the issues have been addressed, and if BLM determines there is no significant impact for drilling, the operator has received an approved permit, usually within a few days. Along with the applicable conditions for approval, the operator is free to begin drilling so long as the right-of-way approves for roads has been obtained. And that is that. Uh, where I read in here, it takes 120 plus days. Now, does that mean, is this process after, I have been able to ascertain that information, is this process after they determine there's oil on there or if there is no oil at all i honestly don't know uh, i'll try to look that up at a at another given time but you know like i said there's 110 days before drilling can happen 
not all sites have oil. And another comment I read somewhere else is right now investors are halting exploration and paying off debts to make the companies more financially stable in the future. Can you really blame them at that point in time? When you have somebody says, hey, we're nixing the Keystone Pipeline. There is no more drilling in federal land reserves. And because of something that they passed, I can't remember how long ago, where they extended the range out into the ocean to where you can drill. I think it's like 250 miles or something like that. And the U.S. has jurisdiction or the countries have jurisdiction over that, that land or that water that's out there. <clears throat> and they own it? Really? What is the government doing owning this? See, and this is, this is the problems we have. The bureaucracy that is out there. Everybody thinks that all this drilling is going to just take place. It's just going to happen. They got a permit. They can go drill. Just because you got a permit doesn't mean there's going to be any oil on that ground. So essentially, this is a lot like you going out into the desert saying, we're going to go look for water. There ain't no freaking water out here in the fucking desert. What are we here for? We're looking for water. There ain't no water. Well, all right, then we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything. And it's just like the oil companies. If there's no oil on that ground, they're not gonna do anything. That's that's all there is to it. Essentially, both these were all created by the liberals. They created this. Their bad policies, their bad regulations, all affected this directly and they think this thing is going to get out of control last i heard pumps gas pumps are now on standby because the prices that the pumps are supposed to be pumping out in the future are not set for it so they're having to do it kind of like y2k when we had that problem back in 2000 you know where they're like well, what happens after 2000? We don't know. Will this work? Will this factory reset default? Same thing. Uh, I'm hoping to God that the last thing I heard is not true, but I'm, I'm not going to hold my breath and believe that it isn't true. But they're saying about $10 a gallon. It's eventually going to get to the point where manufacturers can't move. Because they can't make any money. They are spending as much money on the hauling the product and bringing it to a location. And it, it doesn't pay for itself. So they won't move. They'll just stand still and with, with what they got. And that's essentially what we have going now. Quote of the day. Can't fix stupid. My name's Tom. We'll talk it to you all later from the rabbit hole.